It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The White Ferns are at the Commonwealth Games. We have cricket back at the Commonwealth Games in the T20 format. And joining us to talk about that is former White Fern Maya Lewis. G'day, Maya. How you doing? Kia great. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good. I, I thought it interesting uh, how the uh, White Ferns have progressed through this tournament. Um, you know, they've won the games mm. you expected them to win. Uh, the challenges they've, they've had where they fell over a bit, you know, at the World Cup time with a microscope on them a bit against South Africa, they, mm. they, they got up over that one, which I, I thought was good, you know, really good to see. Uh, they probably only had the one poor performance, which was against England in that final group game. Uh, what have you made of them... Um, at this tournament, and uh, what what do you think Ben Sawyer, the new coach, has changed? Yeah, look, it's a pretty hard. It's a whirlwind, whirlwind tournament, um, you know, so it's hard to gauge sort of where they're at. I suppose um, playing off of the bronze certain forces, you know, they was, that's pretty much where they were ranked, so they're probably getting to where they're ranked, I suppose. Um, you know, like, there's, there's been a good, I suppose, a bit of mix of the youth coming in. Um, I probably would have liked to see the likes of Georgia Plummer come in before she jumps and gets put into a semi-final. Maybe she could have played, you know, the round games and stuff like that. So, you know, it's probably when to expose those young ones, I suppose. Um, but look, um, you know, I suppose that for me, it's the inconsistency of the experienced players. Um, you know, sometimes they're performing and then others are not. So it's trying to get them a bit more consistent, which is what you see with the Aussie team, I suppose. Um, but look, it's hard task for Ben just to come in and take a whole group of uh, players who were contracted. He didn't have anything to do with that sort of thing. So, you know, it's early days, really. You can't really sort of tell and make a big gauge on it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I th- we saw this morning the uh, semi-final against the Aussies. Um, we set them 145 to win, and we probably didn't take enough early wickets, uh, and they ended up getting there with three balls remaining. So it was reasonably close. They didn't romp it like we've seen uh, them do in the past. Uh, mm. you, you never want to lose a game, but the way that the White Ferns bounced back from the capitulation to England I thought was good. Yeah, definitely. It showed a bit of resilience after being rolled, you know, for 70-odd against England in the semi-final, and then you can come out and be competitive against, which I would see number one in the world at the moment, Australia, in all, all formats, really. Um, so, you know, they were competitive. I suppose you you could say if they'd taken all their opportunities, and that's the same with anyone, then they prob- might have had even had it snuck in a win. Um, but, yeah, the key was the early wickets and, and maybe trying to kick on a little bit earlier with the batting. Um, that, you know, they set the, the platform well with um, Mealy Kerr and Soap have a really good partnership. So maybe just to – they probably needed a couple more bigger overs just to be able to get above that 150, which might have been a little bit more competitive. But, you know, I, I suppose you would, you would look at it and say, look, um, you know, Aussie deserves to win, um, but at least New Zealand were more competitive. Yeah, they were. I mean, you go back to that South Africa game. Uh, of course, you know, South Africa are a team who performed so well at the World Cup here. Uh, and, and that was a game that we won comfortably. You know, we set them 168. Uh, we, we only lost two wickets. 
and and we took regular wickets during their innings and you know and controlled it. Won it, won it by thirteen runs, which on the face doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, two two overs out um, from the end, you, you pretty much know you've got that game in the bag, don't you? Yeah, I suppose you know. For me, there's probably a little bit of a gap of the top three: um, Aussie, India, and England, and not including the White Ferns, and then sort of the next three to five. So I think that's sort of where. Um, the white fern slot at the moment. But you sort of have to also remember that South, uh, South Africa were, were without uh, Marazan Cap and Dane Van Niekirk, who are two real key players. And then obviously with the retirement of Lizelle Lee, um, left them a little bit short on experience. So, you know, once those other two probably come back in, they're going to be a lot more competitive. So I still think the white ferns have quite a bit to do to match those top three. Yeah, what about uh, then the matchup for bronze? Because they have to play for bronze. And that's mm. against an English team that obviously, uh, as you mentioned, they were what seventy-one for nine off their twenty overs, which was which was horrible. Um, mm. they, they, and they, they, we we think you know seeing good signs for seeing some resilience. We mentioned the way they bounce back against the Aussies. Um, what do you think they can do differently and do better to to get over the over the top of England and bring home a medal? Yeah, I'd like to see them persevering with Georgia somewhere in the top order. Um, and I think it takes a bit of pressure off Mealy Kerr as well. Um, but they need to get through Brunt. That's the key. Um, you know, she picked up two you know, two early wickets. I was a gem against Soth and stuff. So if they can get through her without losing wickets, I really it doesn't really matter how many runs you get off her initially in the power play. It's about conserving your wickets against her. But there's that fine line of being too defensive and too aggressive. So... Um, it's, you know, they've got some really key key bowlers that they turn to and Sophie Eccleston as well. You know, they've got world-class bowlers. Um, but I think what I've liked about England is that they've really, Lisa Kitely's really done well with mixing that youth and experience and um, developing that youth and slowly exposing them. The likes of uh, Freya Kent, for example, and uh, Dempsey, who's batting at three, and, you know, she's a good bat. Um, but they're not just throwing them in at the deep end. They've got a development program that they come through so that it's not so, so much of a jump. Do you think, uh, I mean, you know, obviously you mentioned that England are, are sort of probably a, a little bit further ahead than where we are alongside uh, India and Australia. What chance do you give us of, of taking home bronze? Oh, look, I think in a one-off game, we're always a chance. Um, and especially in a T20 game, you need to have one or two people to really stand up. So it, it becomes an even playing field. But I think you've got, they've got to have a, have a bit of courage, um, play smart, I think, you know, tactically-wise. Um, and be able to get through, I suppose, you know, the, the, the top order really needs to stand up in the big games. Um, you know, I would like to see Susie score a 90 in a, in a bronze match or a Sophie, a, you know, a century in, in, a, in a medal match, for example, or a semi-final and that sort of stuff. So if they can stand up, the key players, experienced players can stand up in the big games. So they've definitely got a shot. Um, but, you know, they just need to need to be a little bit more smarter about what they do. Yeah, have, I, I know you, you said at the, at the top it's, you know, probably a little bit soon uh, to, to, you know, sort of see what sort of difference Ben Sawyer has made. But, I mean, is there anything obvious for you um, from the office, uh, from the outset of this tournament? Um, yeah, look, I mean, I suppose the style of cricket, and they're still probably carrying on the style of cricket they want to play is, is aggressive. Um but, yeah, I just think it's a bit early. Um, I would hope that he's doing a bit of work. He's more the pace bowling coach, from what I understand. So, you know, probably working a little bit with the uh, with the paces. Um, I was probably a bit disappointed that Hannah Rowe, for example, didn't get much of a bowl. She's sort of batting at nine, and then she's not getting a bowl. Then, you know, I'd be questioning why she's in the team, for example, yeah. or the players 
playing lineup. Um, so I suppose it's, you know, at it, again, I, I can't really comment it's early days, but, you know, I do like the style of cricket they're playing. It's just a matter of when to, when to put the foot down and when to hold back a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, when to go, when to go. Uh, mm. what, what about that final then? Because we do have that gold medal match between two teams who've already played each other. They were in the same group. Aussie got up over mm. India in that group match uh, and won it by three wickets with an over left. Uh, I mean, it feels like the Aussies will be favourites, but it's uh, going to be yep. a tight match as well, isn't it? Yeah, oh, definitely. I think, you know, India are on a bit of a roll. Um, new captain with Harman Preet. Um, and I think he provides a little bit more energy for them um, and gets them G'd up and going. And I think so they're all really behind her. So, you know, and Schmitty Mandana is a world-class player. Um, I know she scored 50 on the last game off 20-odd balls. So, you know, so again, those key Indian players can stand up. The thing with Aussie, I think, is, you know, with um, they've got so much depth, more depth in their team over any other team. And if, the, if their top order say doesn't fight, then they've still got the likes of Talia McGrath and even, you know, Beth Mooney's in the middle there and um, and Alana King sort of helped finish off a couple of games. So, you know, they've got many different people who are sort of standing up um, for them and I think that's the key with their depth. You know, if one person's not performing on the day, then someone else will take over. So, and when you've got at least uh, Elise Perry sitting on the bench, then you've got a pretty strong lineup. Yeah, they're all right, aren't they? They go okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd probably take a, anyone, any other probably uh, national team would take least Perry as a better. But um, you know, look, it's a they've got a lot of depth, Australia, and and they've got good systems uh, below to develop the next players. Um, and you know, and the, that WBBL I suppose exposes quite a lot of their players as well early, so they're used to performing under pressure a lot more. I think so. You know, they've got they've got a good system going. Yeah, you got a really good. Uh, we'll just have to get somebody to do a background check and see if Elise Perry's got like a, a grandmother that was born in New Zealand or something, and see if she wants to switch so she doesn't have to warm the pine for them. Uh, we'll have to have to see how we get on with that one, Maya. Maybe that could be your job. Yeah, well, I know uh, from what I understand, Ben did, Ben worked a lot with Elise Perry um, as the assistant coach for the for the Aussie team. So he he was basically her sort of one on one pace bowling coach, I think. Um, so he obviously knows her pretty well. So if anyone's going to get her, it would be her, um, him, sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you what, you mentioned him being the, the pace bowling coach. And uh, I know there was a few stories around her not getting a contract, but uh, she got called in due to injury. He might be looking at Leah Tahuhu and thinking, how the hell has this lady not got a contract, centralised contract? Yeah, well, I mean, good on her for one, for staying in the game and giving herself the opportunity. You know, she could have retired as well and then she wouldn't have been here. So, you know, she wanted to fight back. And then, she, you know, like the game today, she was the best bowler and she really stood up. So that's, that's great to see. She just shows that there's a bit of life left in the old girl like Catherine Brunt. So, um, look, I think you need that whole, you need that experience um, with, with the blend of youth. And, you know, I'm really pleased for Leah that she had a good crack because, you know, I suppose when you look at she's in the starting lineup, so how does she not get a contract if she's now in a starting lineup? You know, she must she's in the top eleven now. So um good that she's using it as motivation really to be able to perform well. So I'm pleased for her. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I don't know anything more about you probably know more than I will, but I did look at that decision around Amy and Leah and I went You've just had a review that's made the coaching staff that you've put in and not look very good, and all of a sudden these two players haven't got contracts. I did scratch my head. Yeah, look, I mean, there's always a time and a place that you've got to make, you know, change the guard and stuff like that. But I think you know you can work with some of the older players, um, you know. And Amy, I think we did miss Amy in this tournament. Um, you know, for me, 
with Lauren Downs going out, she would have been the obvious choice to come in as the replacement. And it's nice having a left-handed bat in that top order. It's probably a little bit early to elevate someone like Brooke Halliday. Um, she's the only other left-handed bat in New Zealand at the moment, so at that level. So, you know, it would have been nice to have that mix. And I think Amy knows how to uh, to to get an innings going and, and adapt accordingly to the momentum that's required. So, you know, there was a little, probably a little bit of missingness there, but... Um, Look, uh, I think Georgia looked great today, um, and I really liked her ag- aggression. So she didn't look like she was um, overwhelmed at all. Um, and some, so there are some good signs there. Yeah, fantastic. Good stuff, Maya. Thanks very much for giving us some time on your Sunday Arvo, mate. Uh, hopefully we can be talking cricket again soon, eh? Yeah, no worries. Always open. Cheers. Thanks very much, Maya Lewis there with us uh, talking the White Ferns here. They just missed out on the gold medal match after going down to Australia by five wickets in that semi-final. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.